Welcome to the Untitled Henna Podcast. This is Adam Copeland, and today I am joined by Nick Hewer, who is our um, uh, admissions specialist uh, for Henna. Nick, how are you doing? I'm great, Adam. Thanks. How are you doing today? Doing really well. Um, I'm glad that you're able to take the time for us to chat and for uh, for folks to get an idea of what you do. So um, if you can, uh, go ahead and give us an introduction uh, of who you are, and then we'll get into uh, what you do with Citigroup. Sure, of course. Thank you. Uh, first off, thanks for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, as you mentioned, uh, I am the International Admissions Specialist here at Study Group. Um, so I work on creating the localized entry requirements. Uh, I work on fine-tuning those with some of our partners, uh, approaching our partners about different credentials that they will or won't accept. Um, I also work with the assessment team um, to sign off on credential evaluations that we do internally for some of our partners. Uh, I help uh, the PAT team with uh, English language proficiency examinations. So I've done a lot of work on the English concordance tables as well to try to get those expanded out as much as we can. And then just a little bit of other duties as assigned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And hopefully that doesn't uh, get too wide, uh, although uh, it's always uh, that um, catch-all frequently does get us some kind of work that uh, doesn't really fall into what we uh, typically do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that's what keeps it exciting, for sure. <laughs> what um, Do you have a typical day? Um, not really. They're all a little bit different. So <laughs> uh, it kind of depends on my meetings that I have scheduled for the day. So mm-hmm. like everyone else, I usually have a big block of meetings that I, that I have to attend. Um, so we will kind of, I try to get those out of the way in the middle or morning of the day uh, if possible. And then I usually spend the afternoon uh, kind of digging into uh, my credential evaluations that I sign off on. Um, sometimes those require quite a bit of research if it's something that we don't see very often or haven't seen. So it's not atypical for me to spend quite a bit of time, you know, researching an education system that we're not as familiar with or you know, we got this weird credential that's in a strange format, uh, you know, something like that. So it, it can kind of really vary from day to day. Uh, lately, you've been working on a lot of the partner launch information as well. So just trying to get that all in order and ready to go and out the door as soon as we can. Awesome. How did you get into uh, this line of work? Uh I guess I was just lucky, to be honest with you. <laughs> I uh, previously studied international studies of my emphasis areas in Latin American studies. Okay. Um, so I knew kind of early on I wanted to work in an internationally facing role. Um, I had moved to Chicago uh, from rural central Missouri to do that. I had a job lined up, and it was an AmeriCorps job, and at the last minute they kind of lost funding, so that job did not work out. <laughs> So it led to me working here in Chicago a little bit uh, off and on until I found something that I really liked. Um, I kind of fell into working in international higher education at my last job. Um, So I worked at a credential evaluation organization prior to this, doing uh, international educational credential analysis, um, documentation, compilation and review, verification, uh, all those things. And then I ended up really loving it. Uh, I learned a lot about international education while I was there. It was kind of a sink or swim sort of thing. So you <laughs> you just kind of learned it. And uh, that's that's kind of how I ended up here. So I was there uh, about five and a half years uh, working in credential evaluation, documents, verification, all that stuff. So then I kind of stumbled upon study group. Cool, cool. Uh, what was the... Um was there an impetus or uh, something that made you want to come work for study group or um, uh, just looking to do something a little bit different? 
Uh, I would say both. I was looking to do something a little bit different. I wanted to gain a little bit more admissions experience. Um, you know, I primarily worked in credential evaluation, documentation, and that's all kind of tangent to admissions, but mm -hmm. I wanted to, to learn a little bit more. Um, I also really like the, the pathway model. I think it's a really interesting model, and I think it's kind of the future of international education. So for me, it's really exciting to be here kind of at the ground floor, I guess, of, of international education here in the U.S. I think mm -hmm. it's only going to continue to expand and grow, especially as our political situation has changed over the years here in the United States. I think it's going to be more and more valuable for schools to work with a pathway provider. Mm -hmm. And you're based in our Chicago office, right? Yes, I am. I'm based here in Chicago. All right. Um, for uh, this may not have anything to do with uh, – what you do, but uh, for those um, who may not know, uh, we've got a WeWork space that uh, we've been in maybe a year or so, maybe a little bit longer than that. Uh, can you give us a, an idea of what that space looks like, what, uh, uh, what it's like being in a kind of a dedicated shared space? Yeah, uh, I really enjoy the WeWork. Uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting environment. So WeWork is a, a collaborative office space. Uh, and we do have a designated office within that, uh, but there are people that don't have necessarily an office and they just kind of work in the open. Uh, but mm -hmm. we it's two floors. I want to say there's something like 800 people that work in our WeWork, um, but we have, you know, kind of a, a community area with kitchen and we have uh, cold brew and sparkling water and all those amenities. Um, they were screening the Women's World Cup not so long ago, so I was able to get some work done and kind of uh, keep an eye on the score when that was unfolding. Awesome. Uh, we've got little designated areas where we can take phone calls, and then we also still have that common office space, um, you know, where we can really, you know, sit down and focus when we need to. Cool. Well, how many uh, study group folks are in that space? Uh, let's see. It keeps growing. So uh, I think we're probably at about 10 or so now uh, without oh, awesome. sitting down and counting everyone. That's fun. That's fun. Um, what are some of the things that make you excited to come to work? So I kind of um, am always one to enjoy uh, a big challenge. And I think every day here is a challenge in one way or another. Um, not necessarily in a bad way or anything like that, but it's just a little bit different every day or there's a new credential that I can learn about. Um, I get to really nerd out about credentials, which I really enjoy, you know, talking about with people, uh, with our partners, you know, people internally. Um, so it, it's always something that's a little bit different every single day, and I really, really appreciate that. And it kind of, uh, you know, you, saves you from falling into that monotony of, of work life. So I always look forward to the day's challenge. <laughs> Awesome. I've, uh, I've been on a, uh, several calls as well as a couple of uh, in-person meetings where um, you've been able to come walk our, par our partners through um, LERs uh, or some of the English tables, and um, you do a great job. And it's also very interesting to me not having been on that front side of the admissions and the credentialing to see, um, you know, not only the resources that are out there to help uh get something set up like this, but uh, the process to go through and, um, uh, you know, for you to be at the point where you can uh, clearly communicate that and uh, help uh, our partners and help us make that a little smoother um, for them to get more and more students that we can. So kudos to you. Um, that's uh, that's really cool. I, I, the, um, I think about the uh, the LER's table and the, uh, the conversion table <laughs> that's been set up. Uh, I don't know how many people listening would have seen that, but um, it's a, a really great piece that um, 
I think makes a big difference uh, for a lot of our students um, without them knowing it, as well as for people on the ground at centers. Um, so I, I think it's cool to, um, to have things like that that uh, do make a big impact that you know usually don't, don't get seen or uh, maybe even thought of sometimes. Yeah, of course. You know, I, I really enjoy doing that. Uh, it's fun for me. That table, uh, it, it was a lot of work, and I, I'm hoping to tweak it a little bit and expand it a little bit just to make it a better tool for everyone. Um, but it's stuff like that that I really enjoy. Um, you know, lately I've been working a lot with our partners on the 10 plus 3 diplomas is kind of what we're calling them from India, trying to get oh, them okay. to take them. Uh, that's something I, you know, personally feel pretty strongly about, that students um, should be accepted with this credential, and some of our other partners, um, you know, don't necessarily agree. So I've been able to give them a little bit of a push and, and give them some information to help them, you know, make a better decision on it. Uh, and that's something that I really enjoy. You know, I'm kind of in a position to be able to advocate for students that would otherwise just get an automatic no, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe from somebody that doesn't have as much experience with the credential. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, non-work? What are some uh, some things that you enjoy doing um, outside of work or that don't have anything to do with uh, with your job? Sure. Uh, I have a couple of hobbies. I'd say uh, I really enjoy cooking a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I cook all the time, cook for myself, cook for my friends, uh, cook a big variety of things. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'll send photos out to uh, some of our assessment team and <laughs> to, to get their feedback on it. So, Lord Amanda, if you're listening, uh, thank you for <laughs> reviewing all the photos that I sent. But uh, I'd say that I do that pretty often. You know, I think it's important to have a good meal every day. So I, I try to really sit down and, and cook for myself. Um, let's see what else. I enjoy travel, obviously. I think everybody likes to travel. But I try to go places that uh, push me a little bit, um, you know, outside my comfort zone. So I'm always looking to do that. And, and if I can incorporate a hike into a travel, I will absolutely do that. Uh, I love hiking. Uh, it's a little bit difficult here in Chicago mm -hmm. to get a hike because it's flat uh, <laughs> and it's all paved streets. But I, I try to get out as much as I can, uh, especially on vacation. Um, and, you know, just be and live in Chicago. I really love it here. Uh, I chose to live here, and I still choose to live here. There's so much the city has to offer. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful place. There's always something going on, whether it be a festival or a new brewery that's opened or a restaurant or something like that. So I really uh, enjoy, you know, living in Chicago and, and taking advantage of the things that are here. Cool, cool. Uh, a couple of follow-ups on those, um, probably because uh, Sam Neller, uh, previous guest, was also uh, listed cooking uh, and travel. As okay. um, uh, as her uh, some a couple of her interests. Um, Ooh, are you wow. um, are you formally trained, self-taught uh, as far as cooking goes? Uh, a little bit of both. So I actually um, I'm a chef assistant sometimes here and there. Okay. Uh, so I would say I am definitely not formally trained. I don't have a degree in culinary, <laughs> but I I kind of. Uh, work adjacent to a lot of culinary trained chefs. Um, so I, you know, have kind of picked up on that over time. Um, so definitely no formal training, but I can teach you how to cut an onion <laughs> faster than you believe. Uh, so it, it's really just fun for me. Um, I'm not as much of a, a baker, but I'm kind of getting into that a little bit. Okay. And, and could you teach me to cut an onion without crying? So it's not possible, but I can teach you how to do it really quickly so that okay. you don't cry as much. It's minimized. <laughs> <laughs> um, any, uh, any favorite um, dishes or cuisine? Uh, I do a little bit of everything, I would say. It kind of depends on my mood and what I can get 
you know, from the farmer's market or the grocery store. Uh, something that always tastes good to me is a really, really good roast chicken. Uh, that's mm. something that I kind of default to all the time. So you have to really get that golden crispy skin and yeah. maybe some good mashed potatoes to go with that. Uh, otherwise, I do uh, a really good Dijon. Uh, it's a milk and Dijon braised pork chop. That's always really tasty. That's kind of one of my like ringer dishes if I have to make a, a quick dinner for someone. Okay, cool. Have you uh, had any cooking competitions with Joe? I have not. Uh, I made I made some food and brought it into the office one day, and I think Joe liked it. I made some biscuits and jam uh, one morning before work and brought it in, and it was a big hit. So we'll have to see. Maybe we can set up a cooking competition sometime when everybody's in. Uh, that was going to be the next one, is if, if you were to participate in one of the many uh, TV show uh, cooking competitions, uh, which one uh, or two would you be interested in doing? Uh, I think I would do chopped. I love chopped. Oh, that's uh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, that's how I make my dinner every day. I open my refrigerator <laughs> and say, I have these six things. What can I make with it? Uh, <laughs> um, do you ever have anything as random as they have in those baskets? Uh, you know, I picked up a few things here and there that I've definitely regretted buying at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think I, I get a little overzealous in the things that I'm going to make, but I still, you know, try my best to not waste it, and I cook it and eat it. So definitely, um, my my rule is usually no organ meat, with a few exceptions here and there. So okay. I'm never going to have like a, an eyeball to fry or anything like that. But sure. uh, uh, otherwise, you know, I try to push myself a little bit. Awesome, awesome. Uh, and then going to uh, to hiking, any um, any favorite places that you've been uh, on hikes, or any or uh, any place that you're looking to go to that you haven't been to yet? Uh, I really enjoy uh, southern Utah a lot. Moab mm -hmm. area is mm -hmm. great. There's mm -hmm. a lot going on there. Um, Arches National Park is really pretty. Um, Canyonlands is right there. I would like to go back there. Uh, I've been kind of thinking about going to the Lake Tahoe area. I haven't really done a lot of research, but it mm -hmm. would seem like a nice little uh, little retreat. Um, I did some hiking in Northern California as well in the Redwoods. That was an incredible place. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if you ever get the opportunity to go, if you haven't been, definitely check it out. I love it. Um, I've also done uh, a few in uh, South America that I really, really enjoyed. I did a lot of hiking in Ecuador. Uh, that was my first solo vacation, so I went and just okay, spent, a cool. few days. <laughs> spent a few days in the rainforest, kind of just hiking and, uh, you know, I'd come back at night and lay in a hammock and read, and it was really relaxing, so I, I had a good time with that as well. So, no, I, I can't pick a favorite place, but I do appreciate kind of the variety that's out there. Well, uh, last question uh, on the list I gave you is, uh, who's someone that inspires you? Yeah, that's a really difficult question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many incredible people out there. And I'm going to take kind of the easy out on this, I think, and pick a, a fictional person. Okay, cool. Um, and that's going to be uh, Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec, if you're familiar at all. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, she's I, a, a great person. <laughs> she is. Yeah, I would say I really uh, kind of just appreciate her enthusiasm about life, and she's kind of that do-gooder person that's always out there to try to to make a difference for somebody and make things better, and, and that's what I like to try to project on the world when possible. So, uh, yeah, definitely Leslie Nope. She's my inspiration. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I was um, just uh, chatting with somebody recently about Parks and Rec and watching their reunion uh, from the Paley Fest earlier this year. And uh, Aziz Ansari was asked the question about um, 
did Parks and Rec predict some of the current political and cultural things um, that we're seeing now? And his comment was, you know, sometimes I'll read the headline and a story in the paper, and I'll be like, that's definitely some Eagles, Eagleton stuff <laughs> that's going on. <laughs> that's exactly right. And, you know, here in our Chicago office, we do have uh, a little bit of a Little Sebastian contingency. We have a little, oh, like, little, little Sebastian fan club going on. So um, <laughs> we're definitely a Parks and Rec crowd. That's fantastic. The other thing that he followed up with was um, he said uh, the thing that really stuck stuck out was when um, the Fire Festival documents came out um, on both Netflix <laughs> and Hulu. He was like, that was Entertainment 720. He's like, John Ralphio and Tom Haverford have been all over that. That's um, exactly right. Yes, that was exactly right. <laughs> oh, goodness. I could I could talk about parks and rec uh, maybe all day but uh, yeah it's a great show it really it is, is. It's, it's, uh, anyone listening has not watched parks and rec it is currently on netflix uh hurry and watch it before nbc takes it away it's a great show that's right that's right put that out there well good well nick uh thanks for the time it's been uh, great chatting with you and um uh, really fun yeah thanks so much adam i really appreciate you taking the time to do this all right we will talk to you later have a good rest yeah, of your day thank you